Prince was on Asalonia. Since OJ had Isotonas. Don't act like I never Richard Zane inside the Rollo Insurance Studio. You're listening to Texax Radio presented by David Gardner's Jewelers right here on The Zone. Last show without David Nuno, who will return from a much-needed, I guess, well-deserved, maybe, vacation, cruise around the Caribbean. And Olin Buchanan, to my left. Olin, I don't know about you, but yesterday there was a rumor that came out, and I did not have conference realignment news being broken by Swim Swam on my conference realignment bingo card. Swim Swam. Swim Swam. Is that like Jim Jab? Jib Jab? I don't know what Jib Jab is, so I can't say yes or no. It's political. Political. hilarious. Okay. You should check it out sometime. Um, All I'll say about this, because I know our fearless leader thinks we've you know, beating this dead horse. Um, but um, I would never discount anything re- regarding recruiting, and I would never accept anything as truth regarding recruiting. Cause you mean conference realignment? Uh, I meant conference realignment. Thank you. It's early. Uh, because who knows? A&M was never going to the SEC. And, oh, what do you know? They're in the SEC. You know, and th- there's all these different things that come up, rumors, some pan out, some don't. However, I would be more likely to trust if you can if there is if there are any reputable sources anymore or reputable outlets other than tech sags. Uh, I would try. I, I, I'm just not going to get my big scoop. Get excited about the big scoop from Swim Swam. For those of you that don't know, Swim Swam is... Michael Phelps? It's not. You would see Michael Phelps news there for sure. It's an outlet that... Covers swimming? Covers swimming and diving. So they got this from a swimming and diving coach, I bet. I I mean... Wouldn't that make sense? Braden Keith, who is the co-founder and editor-in-chief of Swim Swam, was the first to break it and, of course, did not name his source, saying... Of course. North Carolina, Clemson... Did he say unnamed sources? Just said source. Source. Source, colon, North Carolina, Florida State, not Miami, Clemson, yeah, this, and Virginia. None of this can be true because earlier this week, Ryan Broninger said if, if the SEC expands, it has to be Miami. And he thought the whole idea of North Carolina just made no sense to him. <laughs> I mean – and he's got a. Uh, I mean, he you're has relying a Mc, on he Ryan has McNeese, Broninger. He has a McNeese State education. Yeah, so, you're relying on Ryan Broninger to make arguments that make sense. You're gonna have a bad time. But yes, Braden Keith saying that those four schools are negotiating to join the Southeastern Conference, and that ESPN is trying to void their TV deal with the ACC. Braden Keith. Does have a blue check mark on Twitter, <laughs> Olin. You know what that means? They're verified. They're supposed to be what you said, a reputable source, a reputable outlet. Maybe only, Swim Swam is going to be 6, the new AP. Five hundred Twitter followers. Well, we all got to start somewhere. And if he turns out to be right, or you know, this breaking that would teeth, be crazy. Then uh, all of a sudden, you know, you have to pay attention to him. Mm-hmm. See, that would tell me if he's a a swimming guy, then. Well, there's probably a swimming coach that told him this. Hey, man, we're going to be going to the SEC. I'm the North Carolina swim coach. I'm, uh, you know, I don't know what the swim coach name is at Virginia. Hey, Virginia, by the way, has a good swimming program because I way back when I lived in Austin before her, I, I dated a girl who was a swimmer at Virginia. She told me 
that they had a great swimming program. But anyway, so maybe it's the Virginia coach. Okay. Or maybe it's the Florida State coach. But there's got to be someone who has something to do with swimming. It's like uh, if if a baseball coach told Kendall Rogers something, you know, I mean, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that would make sense, Super right? Sick. So the swimming coach would call up swim, swam, swum. And uh, wait, wait, what's the, what's the past tense of swim anyway? I believe it would be swam. Swam or swam? Swam. It's not swum? I don't know. I, I would think it's swam. swam I, we might need to go to a swam third to somebody party. with a lisp that lives in the project. Pretty sure it's swam. <laughs> swim, sure. swam, swam. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, um, I, uh, I I wouldn't discount it, but I wouldn't. Anything's possible, right? Anything's like possible when, when it comes to to this whole thing. I mean, if the if that were to end up being true. If the SEC was looking to go to well, that 20 teams now, would those be the four you'd want from the ACC? From the ACC? North Carolina. North Carolina. Clemson. Clemson. Virginia? And Why not Virginia? I'm just, I'm just, there are a you lot of people. get in a new state. There are a lot of people on Twitter who were, you know, kind of trying to start the debate of Virginia versus Virginia Tech. And then the fourth, of course, being Ryan Broninger's favorite school, Florida State. I thought it was Miami. Well, I'm just saying that he's wrong, and I'm making fun of him. Oh, okay. Um, uh, or he would be wrong. I guess we're dealing in hypotheticals. Here's so what's he's not really wrong important. Right. Here's what's really important about this whole thing. Swam is the past tense of swim, while swum is the past participle, which I don't really know what that means. So anyway, uh, uh, yeah. Well, if they're going to go to 20, I kind of like it where it is. I kind of hate giving, uh, throwing a life raft to Florida State. I have to admit, I've kind of enjoyed their misery. And I know that if you're a better person, you wouldn't be like that, but I'm not a better person. So I've I've reveled in their misery uh, because they made such a big deal about, oh, there's no way Jimbo Fisher can go to A&M. And then, well, Jimbo Fisher destroyed the program after they said that Willie he wouldn't Taggart's leave. Willie Taggart's the savior. And then Willie Taggart, now Mike Norvell. And it's just been one fail after another. And I got to admit, I kind of like it. I'm sorry, uh, listeners, that you have to – that you have a co-host here that is such a low person that he would he would enjoy uh, Florida State wallowing in, in mediocrity, but I do. I enjoy watching other programs wallow in mediocrity. Well, yeah, there's several. There's there are a number of them. Um, there's Kansas. Well, and they're they're not even mediocre. Except for at least one week a year, then they're pretty good. They're better than mediocre because <laughs> um, there is the program they play one week a year of the year is very mediocre. Uh, yeah, they have been. I'm, I'm sure they're getting better, but good for them. But um, but uh, yeah, but I'm sorry. Uh, I wouldn't want to give Florida State the the, the lifeline, but uh, okay. They you know they uh, the, I don't you probably know this, but back I think it was in the '90s the SEC. Did extend an, uh, an unofficial offer to Florida State. I didn't know that. And Bobby Bowden said, no, I think we're good where we are because we're dominating. Why do I want to get into mm-hmm. that meat grinder? Smart. Well, well for the time. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, again, they're in a conference the ACC that 
wants to let their basketball schools dictate things, even though the football is still what pays the bills, which is why Florida State uh, flirted with the Big 12 about you know 10 years ago. And Yeah, there were, there were a number they of reasons so they thrown out for why, that, why this rumor isn't going to happen, at least in the foreseeable future, or at least until more news comes out, mm-hmm. which the way things are going on this landscape, it could be the next few minutes that something changes. (laughs) If two Los Angeles schools are going to be in a conference with Great Lakes schools, anything's possible. Anything is possible, like Kevin Garnett. What's the deal with Kevin Garnett? You said that earlier. You said that, I I can't remember which year. Somebody's going to correct me, somebody who actually cares and watches basketball, but I believe it was after the Celtics won an NBA Finals and – he was doing his post-game interview with whoever on ESPN and screamed into the microphone, anything is possible. So oh, become, I may be in trouble become here. Some, oh. somewhat of a meme. <laughs> the, the famous Hugh McElroy, one of the great yeah. one of the great Aggies you know, of all time, and one of the nicest people you'll ever Absolutely. meet, just texted me and said, <laughs> swam, swam over the sea, swim, swam, swim, swam. Uh, it's a... Uh, I can't do it, but uh, thank you, Hugh, for your uh, for your contri- contribution to the show this morning. That's awesome. He's awesome. I know. I agree. When, so, uh, so anything anything's possible when it comes to all this. Anything is Ex- possible. You know what's not possible is getting the blonde girl to bring me a water in the morning, but she'll bring you one. Yes. The blonde girl is Kay Nagley in the News and Social Center. Kay, good morning. Good morning, guys. I think Obi's keyed a new nickname for me, so yes. may, maybe he's sticking around. Do you object to this? No, I'm no? fine with it. I don't. I don't care. I mean, because we don't want to offend you. Except when my my roots start going out, and I need to get. You mean that's not natural? No. <laughs> Exposing me, the fake blonde girl. Go ahead and key that. Okay, yeah. uh, I'm curious. Can you explain to Olin and myself what a past participle is? Swum? I think, see, I'm not positive, so I couldn't say for sure. We're going to have an English professor yeah, call us somebody to, for sure. Especially the people that are posting the articles around here. I think we need to yeah. figure out what Does that mean at one time the part, it was a participle, but that was I in the past? Like, do y'all, have y'all heard What's a participle? Have y'all heard someone use swum in a sentence ever? I have not, no. That's why I was so definitive when Owen yeah. asked, "What's the past tense? Is it swam or swum?" Well, what's swam. the past? What's the past tense of swing? Swung. It's not swang. It's not swang. English is weird. <laughs> this <laughs> language. Interesting. <laughs> I would. We're already off the rails. We are we're not so even far. The, we are so first. far off the rails. Not even uh, through the first break. I will say hello. Behind the glass to Jamie Marty. Oh, but Jamie's I know, in charge. No. I know she's not going to say hello because she hates being on air. But oh, does she? Jamie's in the back. Zoe's in the back with her as Good well. Good morning. Oh, I'm she home. said hi. I'm gonna say hi to you guys. She's just not gonna show herself on the camera. No, nah. there's the a lot of estrogen on the show today. Well, we're outnumbered, Olin. We are. How did that happen? We haven't had this much estrogen since you know Bronny was on. <laughs> You know, I will say I'm very surprised that our managing editor and lead columnist does not know what a past parcel is. You know what? I don't I need to you, Jamie. Do no, you know? I take pictures. Oh, she takes pictures. I don't write words. I don't edit words. Okay. I'm- Olin's going to use the Google machine. Jamie, 
Thanks for everything you do back there. Uh, appreciate you actually chiming in for once. That was awesome. Well, Olin uses the Google machine to It's find a form out. of a verb. It's a form of a verb. Typically ending in uh, ED. Which swam does not end in an ED, but it's not but it's not typical. Look, I'm 60 years old. There's a I haven't, joke in there somewhere. I haven't been in college ever. I haven't been in high school in 42 years. Forgive me if I've if I've forgotten what a past participle was over the last 42 over the last four decades plus. I, and you're forgiven. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you because everybody in here went to te, went to or is going to Texas a and one of the finest institutions of education higher education could i do you think that had i gone to a&m i could have graduated without knowing exactly what a past participle is absolutely all right then shut up because <laughs> i i graduated from texas a&m and without don't know what it is or didn't know what it was until you uh explained it to well, me i didn't use the google. I, I just and i still don't know what it is google google says as an example of the word it says i have swum in that pool before like that just doesn't sound right. I have it, it actually. I've I, I've heard I've seen the word "swum" used, but I still I just need somebody to really sit me down like I'm in the you know first grade, which is kind of where my uh, uh, you know education level is, and explain to me why I have swum in that pool and I swam in that pool is is I guess it's the word "have" that kind of throws the the participle in there. No idea. I have swum. I swam. I have no idea. No one cares. I have no idea. I don't care. But swim, swam, swum does care. And they say that the Florida State Seminoles, among others, may be coming to the SEC. We'll see. I mean, the ACC has a a TV deal that runs through 2036, not 2026. And they want to get out of it. Yeah, apparently. But the ESPN wants to get out. Yeah, but the ACC. The ACC. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. As Olin said, expect uh, don't don't don't, rule don't anything discount out. anything, but don't accept anything as fact either. For sure, until it, it's until you see it on Texags, and then it came from the burning bush, which is Billy, Billy Lucci. Lucci's goatee. Billy Lucci's goatee. Yes. Here's the rest of our show schedule for this morning. Olin Buchanan, Texags columnist and Heisman voters, here for the remainder of the eight o'clock hour. At nine o'clock, we will talk to former Texas A&M wideout Chris Taylor. He'll give us a breakdown on the 2022. I like his He's input. Awesome. Yes. He's awesome. He'll give us a breakdown on the 2022 A&M receiving core. I tell you, I covered one of his games when he was in high school. Really? At Madisonville against Cold Spring. No, I don't think you've ever told me. Mustangs won that one. I'm With a guessing, goal line stand. I'm guessing Chris Taylor had a big part in the offensive side of the game. There was a guy named Michael Jordan who had a big tackle on the goal line. I said that they were on the that cold spring well, on promised land but couldn't cross the Jordan. That's a good one. Yeah, That's a good you. line. Okay. Michael Jordan. Go ahead. I'm guessing that somebody Not, that, a little that, more famous than him shares the same name. Uh, you know, that with – what, however many people, 300 million people, you're going to find people that share. There's another Richard Zane out there. Probably, there is. Oh, He's Dick a doctor. Zane. He makes more money than me. <laughs> he could be a witch doctor and make more money than you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'll continue running down our show schedule. The bottom half of the show at 9.30, Dalton Hughes, Kay Nagley, and I will attempt a penalty kill, try and kill off a segment before Kay takes us around Aggieland at 9.50. And then during the 10 o'clock hour, it's a full hour of the fan show. We didn't get to him yesterday, so we're getting to him today. Pour a full glass of your maroon Kool-Aid. Look back on the 21-22 athletic calendar. 
conference craziness, realignment, who knows what's going on, whatever else those guys want to tackle. As always, you want to join the show, call or text us the same number on the VCSI Associates phone line and the A&B text line, 979-693-1150. Olin, you look like you're about to say something. I was going to say, but we can get to it in the next segment. Okay, we'll get to it in the next segment. We'll take our first break here on TechSags Radio, presented by David Gardner's Jewelers. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Zone. Thought everything was going all right, but I was running out of time. Olin Buchanan telling me the story of how his now wife, Irma, Song, and then except all in the same song, and that was the first song we danced to right there. George write Strait, this write down. this down. Mm-hmm. Where does that rank on your list of top George Strait songs? Oh, it's definitely in the top ten. I like that song. It's a fantastic song. What is your? I mean, it's so hard. There's so many good ones. Uh, yeah, I, I like the. Do you have a definitive number one? Because I know a lot of people don't. I like George by Morning a lot. I like. I know you uh, do. Uh, uh, the uh, oceanfront property in Arizona. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a really good one. There like, may or may not clear be. Clear blue sky. That's I like that song a lot too. All, all three of those are fantastic. Yeah. I couldn't, if I would say they're my in my baby's gotten five, good at goodbye. That's a good one. I would say all those. I don't songs. know why George Strait won't come on our show as much as uh, we, you know, we uh, talk about him and play his music. I don't know. Come on. Yeah, you, I bet he likes the Aggies too. You said that Amarillo by Morning is one of your favorite songs. I have, there may or may not be a video of you in Omaha, Nebraska singing that, along to that's that That's right. It probably sounded as good as when George sings it. You think? Well, maybe. No, Depends on okay. how you, much you've been drinking. I gave you, you had been a, drinking that I gave night. you a great uh, none. You had been drinking none, but the rest I of your crew you, had been yeah, drinking a lot. So people. maybe we heard it the same. I gave you a great opportunity to just, you know, rag on me and you passed it up. I don't want to rag on you, Owen. I'm like trying, when I'm, I said, I'm not trying to rag on anybody right now because Billy threatened me. I got to behave oh, myself. Okay, okay. Got to behave myself. Or yeah, you, Richard really. Richard has a a real dark side, and I've seen it, and it's not pretty. Dark side. What does yeah. that mean? Well, I can't talk about it on the air, but I'll remind you of some things when we're off the air. Okay. Can't wait for this next break. Owen's going to tell me wh- where my dark side comes from. Uh. Somebody who may or may not have a dark side in the news and social center, Kay Nagley, checking. Well, apparently, the that dark side line. is the roots of her hair. After she told us, <laughs> I just thought she was a natural blonde. No, and then she exposed. I'm confessing. You know, she, her, my, I'm, she confessed. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. I'm not gonna All lie. right. All right. So, what you got for us? Got some news going on. Uh, season ticket and renewals and new sales are underway for soccer, volleyball, and basketball. I will talk a little more about that in, around Aggieland, but you can find those tickets on. 12thmanfoundation.com, um, and as well, Bjork Tabs Park, uh, Chris Park as Deputy AD for the External Relations and Business de- and business Development. He is an Aggie grad, or a former student, so all good things. Awesome, and uh, anything on the text line, Kay? Yes, uh, Hank in College Station says, no offense to Gabe or Nino and their professionalism on air, but I love Texags when they're gone and the show roars off the rails beautifully. Thanks, gang. Love all of you. <laughs> yeah, we have We're probably- no idea where the show's going to go on any given morning when I'm here, when Dalton's here, when Bronny's here. And Olin has said this numerous times off air is that when a guest host is in this chair, he, go, he purposely... purposely Tries to become even more outrageous. 
Yes, just so that so we can get through the show easy. Yeah, it is. Especially this time of year when there's not as much football to talk about. It is extremely even though it's getting easy. very close. Yes, it is. I mean, we're going to SEC Media Days in less than a week and a half. Yeah, Sunday the seventeenth, we fly out. And look, and um, I've incurred a lot of personal expenses of late with my battery on my truck dry, dying and now my air conditioner being out at the house and hopefully that'll get fixed today so i need a week on expense account mm-hmm. well, we just had one a couple weeks ago. i need another one i need a life on expense account basically really is what i need oh and it could have been a lot worse you could have been buying a new cell phone oh yeah you could have been buying uh, a new cell you know phone, there she goes yeah that's why we had we had suddenly we have too much estrogen that might have been that okay but that story <laughs> The the lost phone phone gate <laughs> might have been the funniest thing. It was to it, happen. It in was a number of years at this. It company. was three thirty in the morning. Right? Yes, it was. Who laughed the most? You of me. I, you. I, I can laugh at my own pratfalls. Yeah. I okay. If you didn't know, we were on our way to Omaha. We get about halfway somewhere i don't know we got halfway to hern hern yeah we were on highway six and olin's right we left this office this parking lot at 3 30 in the morning and and i had to rush because i was the last guy to show up and i had to rush to get into the car and all of a sudden i realized i didn't have my phone so i said i don't have my phone well we're not going to turn around and go get my phone so now I'm calling my wife and saying, hey, find my phone. She can't find it. And what made it worse, she was already mad at me about something I'd done. And now she's got something else and she's having to. And so now we're seeing, can she get or somebody at Texas get the phone and get it to Thomas Dick, the baseball SID. So when I get to uh, uh, Omaha, you know, he can give it to Or maybe somebody else who's an Aggie who's going up there can come by the office. You know, we, we're making all kinds of plans for me to get my phone because I get – I take interviews on the phone. We, all had, kinds of we had Irma involved. We had sports information involved. Yeah. We had interns involved. We had we had devised all these great plans to get the phone to Omaha before Olin got there. So we stopped to get some gas in uh, Oklahoma. Guthrie, Oklahoma. Guthrie, Oklahoma. Arlo Guthrie, Oklahoma. And we I, just decided to make sure Olin checked all of his bags, make sure and I had looked everything on, and didn't get in there and, on and, accident. And, and Richard found the phone uh, between the console and the... Yeah, he and checked the, his and suitcase, and it wasn't there. Yeah, I was there. checking my and suitcase. I thought, I thought he, I'm going to check between the console and Olin's seat, and, and lo he, and behold. There's the phone. There it was. So all this angst for nothing, I had the phone right there. I handed it to Olin. I said, Olin, and so look I, what I found. And he doubled over laughing I'm, on his knees in the parking lot. Well, I didn't get on my no, knees. No, you were, you were down. Yeah, I you was, were down. Uh, it, was, it was hysterical. But, uh, you know, it, it's a senior moment. You're all going to have them. So, you know, I had mine. Yeah, that was pretty great. And no one cares about this. You know what they want to know about? They want to know why A&M is going to win 11 or 12 games this year. How about we talk some football in the next next segment? How about we do that? You just wrote another opponent preview yesterday, didn't you? On the Gators. Yeah, you want to talk about the Florida Gators. So, before we go into break, I do want to remind you that— an alligator bag or an alligator hat. I think it's an alligator hat. 
Devil with the Blue Dress on. It's a lyric from. Okay. It's the only one I could come up with that had something to do with gators in it. Okay. Uh, as we go into break, I'm just going to completely disregard that. As we go into break, I want tune. to remind you that there's Mitch still Ryder, the Detroit Wheels. Still time to sign up and get a ticket for Texag's preseason kickoff. Got to go. July the 30th at the Texas A&M Campus Hotel and Convention Center. Listen to Jimbo Fisher tell you why they're going to win 11, 12 games. This Jimbo year. Fisher, right from the uh, horse's mouth. Exactly. <laughs> Jimbo Fisher, Hunter Goodwin, Billy Lucci, they'll be talking football. I know Jim Schlossnagel will be there as well as another With, uh, to see large, the big a number of other guests. Uh, Buzz has been there before. I Buzz. bet Joni Taylor might show up. I mean, and G? Olin Buchanan's going to be there. I'll be David there. Nuno's going to be there wearing a schmedium. Uh, or a singlet. He might show up one of those wrestling singlets Ugh. to try to he's, get A&M. He's to, probably got a tan he wants to, to, to show get off. A, to get a wrestling team. He said, hey, everybody can be dressed like this if they oh, didn't have a wrestling I'm, team. I'm trying to sell Tex-Ax preseason kickoff, not sell anybody. I didn't say Bronny in a single. Oh, but I mean. Or me. Yeah, it's true. Tex-Ax preseason kickoff, premium subscribers, tickets $75 each. Come How hang about out Dalton with us. in a single? No, no, no more. We're done. <laughs> July the 30th, the Texas A&M Campus Hotel and Convention Center. Wait. Come join us. Uh, when we come back, Brandon Jones. Well, actually, no, nobody else in a single. Nobody, period. Not even Nuno's. Nobody in a singlet. <laughs> nobody will wear a singlet. Texas preseason kickoff. When we come back, Olin, we'll actually talk some football. You're listening to Texas Radio, presented by David Gardner's Jewelers. I just told you to put your headphones in. So I want you to hear the song. You know, that's a good tune right there. I like exes live in Texas too. Yeah, and I just—I I was just always disappointed that he never could find a girl's name that rhymed with White Oak. Okay, you know he's got <laughs> Dimples and Temple, right? Yes. Allison and Galveston, Rosanna and Texacana, Sweet Eileen and Abilene, and no, no, no chick from White Oak. Well, from I'm not. You may you may know from experience. Are there any uh, girls in? White Oak Ward. I wasn't very Patty? cute in high school. You know, I was a late bloomer. So, uh, oh, yeah, there are plenty of girls. Okay. But uh, well, I've never been, so I don't know. Yeah, there are plenty. I don't ever plan on going yet. They're like, they're like uh, the, there's so many, they're like the, the pine cones fall off the pine trees. There's so many. Gotcha. Let's talk some football before I get a call from Billy and about pine cones. I'm fired. Um, no, he'd fire me first. He'd fire me first. I'm surprised I'm still here. Um, all right, let's talk about it. All right, you wrote yesterday. Season starts in like less than two months. Yeah, I mean, SEC Media Days is right <laughs> around the corner. Owen will be there. Nuno will be there. I'll be there. Jamie will be there. I think Dalton will be there as well. I'm sure Billy will be there, the man himself. But Florida Gators will also be there. And, Owen, you just wrote another one of your opponent previews on Billy Napier's Florida Gators. You have one out on LSU and Arkansas. We talked about those two teams yesterday, but this story came out yesterday evening. Florida Gators. Oh, and of course they're on A&M schedule this year. What do you yeah. expect from the Gators in year one of the Billy Napier era? Uh, just, you know, looking at them in July, the projection doesn't look that good. They're uh, supposed to have a, improved offensive line but you know why they think that offensive line is going to be improved is because they've got osiris torrance a two-time all sunbelt selection at louisiana coming with uh, uh billy napier i mean where are you at 
as an SEC team, when you need a, even if it is a all conference, two time all conference guy, when you need a guy from uh, the Sun Belt, a Sun Belt team to make you better. So, uh, but they think that they're going to be pretty decent in the offensive line. They're really worried about their defensive line. Uh, they've got a pretty good tackle, uh, Javon Dexter, but uh, beyond him, you know, there's a lot of question marks and guys that haven't come through yet, like the kid from Maynard, uh, and I can't say his name, Princely. Yeah, you know, who hasn't done a lot yet. I know A&M recruited him, Mm -hmm. but he hadn't done much at Florida. Maybe he will, but he hasn't yet. So they're really – we know that the SEC is still a line of scrimmage league. And when you're looking at your offensive line, say, okay, we're going to be better because we got a guy from the Sun Belt, and we've got one guy that we feel really good about on the the defensive line, but nobody else has really produced – um, you know, that raises some really questions. Their quarterback, uh, Anthony Richardson, is uh, – I mean, he's the guy that's supposed to be the quarterback. I mean, he was the true freshman last year that played some in and out behind Emory Jones, who is now at Arizona State. But he won't have the the top receiver at Arizona State from last year, Ricky Pearsall, because he transferred to Florida. <laughs> and uh, It was a one-for-one deal. <laughs> I guess so. And they're – their their uh, their receiving core was just you know it was okay last year. Nothing's great. I don't know if Ricky Pearsall makes you great as a uh, as receiving core, but I'm sure it makes you a little bit better. Running back, um, they don't have an experienced, productive running back. Their two main guys from last year are gone. I think one of them's with the Cowboys. Really, uh, Malik. Uh, I can't remember his last name. So you look at them, and, and the word was that, that Dan Mullen never recruited well. And I think you're seeing it really, really how, how bad it was not, at this point, that that's not the kind of team that Florida should have. There's a, that, you know what? Napier may do an amazing job, and they may, uh, Richardson might really become a, a great player, but as it looks today in in uh in july when you look at what at that roster and what they really don't have um you know i i think they look like probably a 500 team you know a team that might may finish fourth in the east behind and last year they behind georgia, tennessee georgia Florida, and kentucky. Or georgia kentucky and, and even and last year i think they were like sixth uh that should never happen at florida no. i mean i mean that's some that's some Texas stuff right there. Last year they were seven, six and seven. Excuse me, they were two and six in the Still SEC. Still beat Florida State. First losing seat, yeah, Florida State. Who's so come may, back? May, may be coming to come the back SEC. to enjoying their <laughs> mediocrity. Uh, first losing season for the Gators since 2017. 2017. They fired Dan Mullen after 11 games, and then brought in Billy Napier from Louisiana Lafayette. You know, Florida was uh, ranked pretty high, and in the uh, you know New Year's Six discussion two years ago, and they had LSU beat, and that guy I can't remember his name threw the shoe, threw the shoe, got the penalty, LSU kicked the field goal to win the game. Florida then lost the, I think the next couple of games after that, and then they had this the, the, you know the, that disastrous season last year. They've never recovered from the shoe throw. I'm looking it up. 
Florida football 2022 or 2020. Yeah, uh, I can't remember the name, the kid's name. He he's a good player, and he's in the NFL now. But but he made a really bad decision. And if you'll look and see what Florida's done after that, after they lost that game to LSU, uh, LSU, they've uh, they've really just. Uh, so going into that game against LSU, okay. they were eight and one. Eight and one. Do you know who the one loss was to? Uh, the the fight in Texas Aggies. Yes, and then they Isaiah lost. Spiller running over Bontrell Miller. They Spiller lost over Miller. A home game, the last game of the regular season to LSU. Then they lost Alabama in the SEC championship game, and then got run out of the building when half the in the team Cotton didn't play Bowl against Oklahoma. Against Oklahoma, yes. half the team didn't play, and then they had that disastrous year last year. So I mean they they've never recovered from from the shoe throw. Just did you ever find out who threw the shoe? Uh, I know he's a good player. Which Florida player threw the shoe? I, Marco Wilson. Yeah, a good player. But who I, the Arizona Cardinals drafted? Yeah, he's a good player. He just made a stupid play. Mm-hmm. We all we all do stupid things sometimes. So my question that next I, thing you know he's going to lose his phone. The, yeah, like Colin Buchanan. So my question is. Do you like the the Billy Napier hire, and how much of an upgrade is it over Dan Mullen? Well, supposedly he's a much better recruiter, but uh, and I bet you he has a certain amount of success. I think he got a couple of commits yesterday as well. But yeah, I don't know. I I uh, I've seen Will Muschamp fail there. Uh, Ron Zook has failed there. Um, Jim McElwain's failed there, and now. Uh, uh, Dan Mullen, who a lot of people said was a top ten coach a couple of years ago, uh, so I, I, I guess he's going to be successful. It's hard not to be successful at Florida, but some of these coaches have found a way. Um, he's going to have to recruit better and just. I, I want. I, I do wonder why things have gotten awry in Gainesville because. Again, there's so much talent in that state, and and they can uh, recruit nationally and regionally. But that you know, again, wasn't a priority for Mullen. And so uh, Napier's supposed to be a good recruiter. So if he does a good job, just just upgrading the talent level, I'm sure he'll have success. But success at Florida is not defined by getting better and winning, you know, eight, nine, ten games. You've had success at Florida is now defined as challenging for the SEC championship and and the national championship. So the over-under... And Florida almost beat Alabama in that SEC championship game just two years ago. Yep, Kyle Trask. So, Olin, the over-under on Florida Gator wins in 2022, according to Saturday Down South, is set at seven even. Seven even. They open the season with Utah. They might be one and three in the first month of the season. With the one win being South Florida? South Florida. They go Utah, uh, Kentucky, South Florida, and Tennessee. I'm going to give them two and two. Two and two. And I don't even know who it is. I always take a SEC team at home, especially at home in a non-conference game against a Pac-12 team especially. So I guess that's it. So I'll say two and two there. They're going to beat Eastern Washington three and two. Uh, I'll take them over Missouri four and two. They probably lose to LSU four and three. They lose to Georgia four and four. They lose to A and M four and five. South Carolina might be a coin flip there at home, so I'll give them that. 
five and five. They'll beat Vanderbilt and beat Florida State seven, seven and five. I take the under. Take the under. I, well, because I'm giving them. You gave them South Carolina I, just because I, I, they're going to be in the right, swamp. I'm thinking seven and five, and I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm giving them a win over Utah. Yeah, and you gave them a win over South Carolina. Just and, and quite they were frankly, at home. and quite frankly, Missouri. So I would think I would take the uh, under. Yikes. Six and six. Six and six. And if you if those two coin flip games that you have, they lose both of those. They're but not what, even going to a bowl but, game. But what if they win them? But what if they win them? Then Napier looks like you know a great coach. Now I think they're going to have a heart. Let's talk about them as it pertains to playing Texas A&M. Now, a lot of things could change before November 5th. But as it stands today, here's a team that has a problem with um, uh, a defensive line. I believe the offensive line, despite all the questions and angst around it, I think it's going to be a strength for Texas A&M. I think it's going to be really good. Um and I think the reason how come it wasn't really good in the last part of last season is because nobody feared the pass. So they would just load up to stop the run. And, yeah, you'd make some plays in the passing game because when when you're loading up for the run, there are plays to be made, but they couldn't make them consistently. Well, I think this year with Devon A. Chain getting 20 carries maybe and a, a no true freshman or maybe one, but probably not necessarily any true freshman in the offensive line, uh, I think A&M can dominate their offensive line against the Florida defensive line. That's Olin Buchanan's opponent preview of the Florida Gators. A&M will see them on November the 5th at Texas A&M. You can find his full written version on TexAgs.com now. That's available for free and for premium subscribers, so check that out. You didn't. What did you think about that lead on there? Uh, about the, want you, to raise a Gator, get a Cajun. And that's what Florida did. They got to raise their gator, so they went and got a raging Cajun. No, not feeling it. I don't. Is there something I'm not getting, or is I just understand where Billy Napier came from? So I, so I he's got a Cajun. It. Yeah, Get that's it. good. If Cajuns are hanging around gators, never mind. It's, I thought your I thought the best the best lead on these stories so far was your one about LSU and the accents. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was all cool. right. Thanks. So I, I appreciated that a lot. Uh, you can check out this full story now on TexAgs.com. Olin's doing right over left. Doing Good gator. job the, doing the gator chomp. That's the gator chomp. Oh, I'm just making sure you're doing it's gonna it. It's going to be a right toothless way. gator chomp this Hope year. So, um, when we come back, we'll close out the go hour. Olin, this is your reminder to find a bank on it. You know why gators are so honorary? Why? Didn't you watch the Water Boy? Because oh, got yeah, all those teeth and no teeth brush, no yeah. toothbrush. Yeah, I saw it. The blonde girl knows. She's she's nodding her head over there. Okay. Well, one more segment of the Go Hour when we come back. You're listening to Tech Radio presented by David Gardner's Jewelers on the Zone. Olin Buchanan's going to get us in trouble. Morning. He is the same. He is hilarious. Olin Buchanan. I, again, if I need to tone it down, I will. No, but, you, you know, you got sometimes well, you're not so much because you're a veteran at this now. But sometimes people, uh, when we have a, a, a new host, they're, especially this time of year, we don't have as much to talk about. So I kind of take it on myself to try to get the show moving for that first hour, and then I get out of there. And, but if I need to tone it down. You're fine. We only got five minutes we got, left. We got four, yeah, four or five minutes left in this hour. So thank you for 
getting me through I think it. I'm, I'm not going to expound on this, but I was on a uh, uh, a, uh, a podcast earlier this week out of, out of Memphis, I think, or the Memphis area, and the host was saying that he thinks Notre Dame's going to end up in the SEC. I don't know. Again, I don't know what he's basing that on other than the fact that, you know, it, everybody wants them and, and, and the SEC is the most lucrative conference, mm-hmm. I guess, or would be, or the best conference. That'd be quite the TV deal. Notre Dame getting Maybe rolled into the Southeastern Conference. That'd, that'd be something. We'll, I mean, I think they'll end up somewhere. You know why I wouldn't want that to happen? Because you don't like Notre Dame? No, well, that. But I married into Notre Dame. Ugh. And so I would see my in-laws even more. Because they'd be here? Yeah, yeah. Every other year, they'd be probably. I mean, doesn't necessarily mean A&M would be playing them every year, but, you know. Man, you know, I mean, I, I like my in-laws, but, you know, they're in Brownsville. I'm up here, you know. They're coming up all the time to see the Irish. And then if the A&M wins, which I'm sure they would, then I got to deal with angry and disappointed in-laws. Like, they've been disappointed ever since, you know, Irma married me. But then you're going to add add uh, A&M beating their beloved Irish on top of that. Now, let's let's – Disappointed I think, since I think the, Irma married you. I think that's the, a great line think, that you just threw in there. I think Notre Dame to the Big Ten would make more sense to me. It would make a lot more sense in my but, mind. But nothing makes sense in uh, in in this whole thing. You can't bank on anything. In I know I wouldn't bank on it. So what would you bank on it? Olin, this is Bank On It, presented by Vera Bank for relationship-based banking you can trust. Visit verabank.com. OB. Um, I'm going to bank on the SEC when they do expanding, not including Miami. And I'm not banking on it because Miami's a private school, and I'm not banking on it because Miami doesn't have a huge following, and I'm not banking on it because the SEC already has Florida and the Miami market with the University of Florida. I'm banking on that not happening simply because Ryan Broniger speculated that it would. I, I like that. I like that uh, reasoning, Olin. Yeah. I like it a lot. Estrogen Roniger. <laughs> I will bank on you are not going to care about my bank on it at all, but I'm going to bank on a Los Angeles Dodger starting the All-Star game on the mound. No, I, I could not care less. You could not care less. And before anybody gets I see you got your Dodger terms, shirt on. So, yeah, Dalton told me to wear this shirt. Oh, so, so you know what he tells funny. you? Well, last time I wore this shirt when I hosted this show, somebody texted in the text line and said that I was making a political uh, statement. Okay, because so, of the Dodgers. Yeah, no, because apparently Hawaiian shirts are oh, Hawaiian. A, a political oh. somehow. I have no idea how. But okay. this is not. You're going to vote for Tulsi Gabbard. No, this is not a political <laughs> statement whatsoever. I think the American League will be started by Justin Verlander, and the National League is going to either be Tony Gonsolin, who has a Major League low ERA at 1.56. He's 11-0. and 0, Or the... Uh, Sentimental pick, Clayton Kershaw, which would be pretty awesome. Olin doesn't care, of, and I'm, he's no. not going to watch that game on I won't. July the 19th, which is my mom's birthday. Oh, well, that's nice. Unfortunately, I, we will be in Atlanta, so I won't get to spend my well, happy birthday, birthday to her. When Olin, it comes. you bet. Thanks so much for uh, joining me and helping me get through an hour yesterday and today. I uh, hope you have that's a what I'm great here for. weekend, man. I'm going to have a great of course, weekend. And, uh, Hopefully, I'll have a cool weekend. When we come back here on Texags Radio, we'll uh, talk more football, and uh, we'll actually keep it on the rails. We'll have Texas former Texas A&M wide receiver Chris Taylor breaking down the A&M receiving core next on The Zone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.